Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, you're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlets and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome. This is Marnie Sledberg. Welcome to another edition of Marnie's Friends. We are delighted to have you with us along with our special guest today, Karen Gurney. We are in for a jam-packed, fun hour. Karen and I were just laughing before we came on the air, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great information. So grab a notepad, and let's get going. Today's topic is laser-focused book marketing. And during the hour, Karen's going to actually help you understand how she used LinkedIn and Udemy to hit hot new trending on Amazon and achieve over 1,200 downloads in three days, plus lots of more great stuff. Also, you're going to discover the one critical step to nonfiction book launch success, a free template link for a tight book marketing page, how to leverage a KDP promotion and achieve number one best-selling status, the ways to leverage advanced LinkedIn networking to source new readers and clients for free, a little-known LinkedIn backdoor hack to email all of your connections at one time, how to use LinkedIn connections to remain current and communicate with readers, and the number one affordable book promotion tool to keep your sales rolling in. Our guest today is Dr. Karen Gurney. She's an author that is paid to travel internationally to inspire and teach professionals, coaches, and entrepreneurs how to leverage advanced LinkedIn networking. Her website is Karen Gurney, G-U-R-N-E-Y.com, and welcome to you, Karen. Thanks so much, Marnie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. We've worked together in the past, and I just love, I love how you roll. I love, I love what you do. So this is, this is Thank fun, you. and we're going to have a lot of fun this hour, too. You just got back from India. That was wild. I did. This is something we share in common over the past six months. So, yes, I did. And yeah. I spoke to a group of tech entrepreneurs there. It was kind of funny because, as Marnie will tell you, you drive along these roads with cows and pigs and sheep and people in saris and men in, in their dhotis, which is a man skirt. And it's very chaotic. And then I got to this office park that looked like it could have been in Miami or Silicon Valley. Right. And I ended up speaking to like 30 to 50 women about advanced LinkedIn. So it was very cool. Nice. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. Well, you just have done an amazing thing recently here. Um, you used LinkedIn and Udemy to hit hot new trending on Amazon and achieve over 1,200 downloads in three days. So I want you to talk about this process a little bit, and then we're going to dig deeper as we go to the hour, but just give us kind of an overview. Uh, like, first of all, I, some of our listeners, we've never on the air talked about Udemy. And by the way, you guys, I love Udemy. I'm, I'm over there and getting uh, courses all the time. It's like a university online. So first of all, talk about 
um, Udemy and how that how that kind of plays into your life as well as LinkedIn. Well, what happened with Udemy, and this is so important to the message I want to share with the your your listeners today, is that about four years ago I was doing more traditional internet. Um, marketing as far as a program and then a coaching program associated with the class. I did all of my own type of marketing using Facebook, paid Facebook ads, which I don't know if you've ever tried that, Marnie, but it's very expensive. Uh, you really have to have thousands of dollars a month to throw at that, and you have to have a product that at least costs $1,500 to get a return on investment. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I was driving all these people to a privately hosted coaching program and class, and I was, you know, although it was doing well, it was very, very expensive, and it put me in a very high-pressure sales situation, which I didn't really enjoy at that time. And I didn't really feel like I was actually reaching a larger audience either, which was another concern. So I went ahead and... One day in 2015, September 2015, it was about a Friday, I put my course online on Udemy, and or Udemy, which is meant to be U Academy. That's what the shortening is of it. And that is ah. the largest portal, the largest education portal that anyone can do. You can make a class. Any of your listeners can make a class about anything they know. They could put a class out there today. And it's free to host. And then they take a cut of whatever you sell. So it's a great way to start getting exposure. So I put my class out there for free, and I was going to start pursuing other types of mixes of coaching programs and just let the class be out there to reach more people. I wanted I wanted people to hear about hiring and recruiting, which is what my book is about, and about how I transition my executives and my other professionals into new employment. So I put the class out there, and I went to a movie with my husband. When I got out of the movie, I had 500 students in the span of two hours. I looked out at my phone. I could not believe it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Now, I did not know. I mean, I did not put it for charge at first. But the key to it is, in a week, I had over 2,000 students, and this is the critical factor that I want to explain to people. There's two things. One is I stumbled upon this for book marketing. There was no one that taught me how to do that. And second of all is Udemy gets so much audience feedback that you really start understanding not only what your audience wants that you know, but how to talk to them. Not only so that they'll buy your class, but so that you understand what you know and how they want to hear it. So for instance, the title of my book, oh, okay, the title of the class originally was called The Complete Career Change Program. But the title I released for my book is called Stacked, Double Your Job Interviews, Leverage Recruiters, and Unlock LinkedIn. And you can hear the difference in the change. That came from what I heard my audience telling me in the class. They wanted to hear about LinkedIn. They wanted to understand how recruiters work and why their process of getting a job was so confusing. They wanted to increase the amount of interviews coming to them. And I wouldn't have known that those were the key critical factors that when they took my class, that's what excited them, or they wanted more of that. And the class helped me understand 
what the people who consume my knowledge want to hear more about that I know. Wow, that is so great. You know, it is it is so true that the feedback is just gold, isn't it? And did you feel any inhibition about like having people give you feedback and maybe not five stars because they wanted something different than what you were providing? That's probably the most painful thing, Marnie, as I'm sure you know, as a solopreneur <laughs> or someone who puts your information out there. You are getting feedback, and it's not always going to be great. So I remember, and this happens to so many people who release a class or a book or a program that is able to be rated online, is that you just you see a low rating and you get so upset. And a lot of times you'll see new teachers on Udemy trying to argue with Udemy to take down a poor score. And Amazon won't even listen to you with that. I mean, you can't even really, if you get a negative review, they won't even listen to you. So the key is to listen to that audience. It is very painful to see that negative review. It kind of tweaks you every time that you see it. But if you're listening to what they're saying and giving them what they want, that's how my course ended up six to seven hours long is because I was hearing what they were saying and giving them what they wanted. And I started getting much better reviews when I was really, really answering and solving for a specific problem they wanted to hear about. Wow, that's great. When did you actually take your course to for pay then, from free to paid? I had, what ended up happening was I started divvying up the course. So one of the things I recommend everybody have is they essentially have a lead magnet. And in Internet marketing, that means you're giving away something for free to draw new eyeballs, new people, new audience to whatever you're selling. So I usually would have a lead class that was about an hour long talking about LinkedIn. I actually changed that one to pay as well, but that one has the most students in it. It has over 6,000. I have 13,000 total in all my classes right now over the past two years. Hmm. Not even. It's been a year and a half. And the, well, no, it's okay. It's been two years. So the key (laughs) is have have a lead magnet and then make your epic courses for charge. So once you get that one that's right and you know you're delivering and you know you're responding to your audience, then create a course that feeds into that where you're sort of you're still providing a solution, but then to get the rest of the solution they need the epic course. So I changed the epic course to pay within 2 weeks actually of release. I had over 2000 students. Wow. And but my free course, I kept free for almost six months. And I do plan on making another free LinkedIn course, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, it's The challenge with free is you get so much more students that you get so much more feedback. And they want you to surface them as if they paid for your course. So wow, <laughs> once yeah. again, that's a, wow. that's a different challenge. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you why it's worth it. And this comes down to the book launch. So one of the the classes that I'm working on right now that I'm going to want to offer your listeners when it releases, I'm I'm working on it. It's going to take two to four more weeks for me to finish this up, is I accidentally, just intuitively, did what I did to get that hot new trending. There is no book written about this and no class written about it. Hmm. Essentially, Udemy was key because I had, when I released the book, 8,500 students. And what happened was I told them that I was shutting down my Epic course and I was releasing a new one percent more content. 
But to get it for free, they had to download my free ebook, and that's how I got all those downloads. Oh my I mean, that's one of the keys. Wow. So okay. The the biggest takeaway with Udemy. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you don't Udemy already has a following. So if someone is new to to book marketing or is an author or is new to internet marketing. They, you'll, they'll know that building an email list is really challenging, and I'm sure you've probably had other speakers talk about this. You do want to own your list, which you don't on Udemy, but you can communicate with your students, so it still functions very well. And you can take them off of there. So if you keep communicating with your audience, you can get them to your blog, or you can get them to some other format, like for me, I want everyone to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm the LinkedIn lady, so I want everyone to move. And I can connect with them also on a Facebook group if I want to do that and start fostering relationships that way. So they don't have to sit there. If they're an engaged audience and want to hear from you and communicate with you, they will start engaging in your other streams and start giving away their, your email to them, or they will give their email to you. Fantastic. Well, this is Marnie Swedberg. We're visiting today with Karen Gurney of KarenGurney.com, G-U-R-N-E-Y.com. We're going to come right back and talk about a critical step to nonfiction book launch success plus a free template link for a tight book marketing page and so much more. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Find your next speaker at WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring nearly 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range, some near you. It's all available to you 24 hours a day, so you can start your most enjoyable speaker search anytime you have time. Search by location, name, topic, or fee range. Connect directly with the speakers you like using their social media links or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connection place since 2002. Speaker profiles include a bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. It's all fast fun and free to search anytime you have time, day or night. Check it out right now at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie Swedberg and you're joining us today for Laser Focused Book Marketing at marniesfriends.com. Our guest today, Karen Gurney, is a trainer who travels internationally to inspire and teach professional coaches and entrepreneurs how to leverage advanced LinkedIn networking. And she's here sharing with us how to get your book marketing going. Karen, I'm so excited to have you here today. And I wanted to mention, uh, coming off that break, um, you guys, that I really believe in, in personal coaching myself. I've hired Karen as a coach in the past. And um, when I have a need, when I see something that I don't know how to do, that I need to know how to do, you know, you can spend a lot of time hunting around for the book to read, for the resource, whatever. But sometimes if you just go to the person who knows how to do it, it works so much better. And Karen, I'm sure that you also, you know, work with coaches yourself to stay abreast of what's important and what's, what's kind of missing links for you. And you also offer coaching to people. Are you still doing that? Yes, I still do executive career management, I do do career coaching. I also do the advanced LinkedIn, which is three different audiences. One is within the career transition, but also salespeople inside of corporations that are forward-facing 
need to have a good profile and need to understand how to use LinkedIn to connect with their prospects. And in addition, coaches and entrepreneurs like yourself can reach a larger audience for free with LinkedIn. So that's another audience that I work with. And then there's this other concept that I am creating classes to help people understand how to leverage LinkedIn to really grow this audience for free, which is so hard when you're bootstrapping, is if you can't afford advertising, how are you going to find people that your audience to reach to in an affordable manner? So LinkedIn is one of those ways. Hmm. And you know what? I, I encourage you, if you're an author and you're listening today or anybody who is trying to get media attention of any kind, get a LinkedIn account and make it just rock. Because for me, if I've got a book that I've read or somebody's recommended a guest to me, and I, I'll go to LinkedIn first. I don't know about everybody else, Karen, but I just go to LinkedIn first, and it's amazing how many people aren't there. Or they have a bio and it doesn't even have their photo on it. Or they have a bio and there's no contact information. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, these are just real simple things that you can do, and then you can take it so much farther. Well, let's go ahead now. I want to circle back here and talk about the critical, the one critical step to nonfiction book launch success. And I want you to just real succinctly share that with us. Knowing and communicating with your audience prior to your book launch. That's what's going to guarantee a better product and a more successful launch. And that's the combination of combining Udemy and LinkedIn together. That's how you're going to really hone in and have a successful book. You may have to rewrite what you've already written once you understand what people want. So that was a little bit of a painful process. I would say I added 30% more to my Complete Career Change program to come up with facts, and I had to rearrange the information based on the feedback that I got. So you need to have some understanding from your audience what they like about you. And if it's a fiction author, I recommend that instead of trying to build your own following right away, to go to bloggers that are looking for content and start writing for other established blogs. Like if Marty has a blog and you are a Christian women ministry leader, ask her if you can contribute content on a maybe a monthly basis or quarterly basis and start seeing what the results are. Start finding your voice and seeing if you're getting feedback. I love that combination. You said knowing your audience and then communicating with them prior to your book launch. Those are so important. Yes. And you know what uh, we tend to do as human beings, it's kind of interesting, we tend to like go on the vacation and then afterwards share the photos. But literally, people are more excited about things before they happen. They feel like insiders. It's really important that you want to clue your group into the fact that they are the insiders. Yes, of course the world's going to find out about this book, you know, in three months or six weeks or whatever. But they're the inside track, and they're the ones that you're really focusing on because you love them and you know that they love you. And it's just like this mutual affection thing, and it feels it might feel to somebody like it's kind of salesy, but that isn't how it comes off if you're doing it authentically. Uh, talk about that for just a minute. Having your authentic voice with your audience. Yeah. That is what <laughs> I keep going back to my two key things here, my two tools that really changed yep. my life. And that was having a class and putting it on a place that already has an audience built that you can tap for free 
and also LinkedIn and understanding how to niche down more, and this is particularly effective for nonfiction authors on LinkedIn, and how to find those people and get them interested in what you're doing, classes, and, your, and then your book, and have your launch ready to go. And not have it be accidental like mine was. I mean, it was great that it worked out, but there was no teacher out there that told me how to do this. It, it was a shot in the dark, and it worked. But I love that because the reality is that it wasn't, you know, even though you didn't intentionally know that it was going to turn out that way, you actually had built, built the basis for it. You had done your homework. You had done the things that make things successful, and that's, that's so cool. And now you're in the position to be able to share that with others. So talk to us. You, yes. know, you actually use a, a template to, to do a tight book marketing page. And I have to tell you guys, that when I first found Karen, it was the sale, this page that just knocked my socks off, and I thought, best book page I think I've ever seen. It was, <laughs> your stacked one is awesome. Okay, so go ahead and tell us about this template that you use. Okay, so I, really, I appreciate that, and I'm, I can share this with everybody. I created a short link, but if you go to karengurney.com, which is the G-U-R-N-E-Y.com, K-A-R-E-N, then you can look at the template that Marnie is talking about. It's not a template. It's my customized page. But on leadpages.net, okay, so I'm sure Marnie will tell you, as an entrepreneur, you can spend tens of thousands of dollars on creating websites. I've done right. it, and it got really old because we're always changing concepts. We're growing as people. We're creating new products. We're trying new concepts like a blog or a podcast, and we want to reach our audience in a different way. Well, the problem is the people who design websites don't keep up with us like that, so we really need something that's nimble that we can easily use ourselves. That is leadpages.net. I'm not trying to pitch them. I'm not going to get any money from this, but leadpages.net is another thing that changed my life because it really allowed me to match whatever I was doing on a campaign, I could get the website up and running on my own, and it's designed 100% for conversion. So leadpages.net is, is a company, but lead pages themselves, also called landing pages, are specific purpose websites designed to convert on one concept. You're not trying to make someone do 10,000 things. So sometimes we have websites that represent our whole online image, everything that we do. But a lead page is designed, or a landing page, is 100% to convert on one thing. And that's what this book page is. It looks like a full website, but the whole thing is geared to convert on that book, 100%. So I'm going to give the link, but I also, maybe you can post this somewhere. And also I'm inviting people later to connect with me on LinkedIn but the short link is called genius forward slash book template, and that is G-E-N-I dot U-S forward slash book template, which is all one word. And they're going to be able to access that. You could try that online. I did capitalize the B, but it shouldn't matter on the hyperlink. And go ahead and try that, and you should get go straight to lead pages. It'll say, okay, you're seeing... Karen's customized template. You just have to agree to their terms of service. You're not buying anything, but you can wow. access that. And if you want to use it for your own book, 
it will take you straight to that template if you purchase a lead page option. You don't have to, but I wanted to give this to everybody because I know you really love that page. That was one of the first standout things that you told me. <laughs> yes, is how tight that page was. Yeah. And you know, you know yeah. how hard this is. So for yeah, I, I don't know what their lowest subscription is, but I believe I'm paying them for tech services. They have a bunch of things that they do. It's about three forty a year, which might sound expensive, but as Marnie will tell you, website developers are going to cost you way more, especially when you're ready to change your concept. <laughs> and this integrates with WordPress, so WordPress is free, and then I have an Internet service provider. So those are like three things you need. And when I develop my class, I'm going to be talking about this, maybe not teaching everybody step by step, but saying, okay, these are what you need to do this book marketing launch because you're going to need a website and you're going to need a website that can convert. So that's why I recommend this and there is my template there for everybody if they want to use it. Fantastic. And we will, we will get you guys the link out to that too on the page with show details. Um, Karen, I want to just pause here for a moment and thank you so much for being so honest. A lot of times, and I don't think I don't think people do it intentionally, but a lot of guests that I have had on talk about how cheap it is to do Facebook uh, marketing, how it's just free to have a website, and all these things. And you know, when you when you are in the back and you're actually trying to make something that really works, and you're trying to get actual sales from things, it's not free. It is uh, there's expenses and there's time that you have to put into everything, but like you say, you know, for, for 30 bucks a month or whatever, I mean, that is so cheap. I pay, I pay my outsourcers way more than that every week to just keep the sites going, you know, because of the hourly rates that, they, that programmers charge. I mean, you, you can't touch it for that. So it's really a great deal. And right. I'm going to check out lead pages right now. I'm using ClickFunnels is who I use, ClickFunnels.com. <laughs> um, so it's the kind of same kind of concept, though. Um, where they help you to build pages that are really beautiful, and they help. You know, uh, one of my one of my coaches taught me. You know, don't make me think. That was her motto. Don't make me think. When that's I get right. to your website, don't make me think. Just tell me exactly what to do. And if that's my pain point today, I'm buying. I'm in. You know, that's just how it goes. Okay. Well, this hour is flying by. I cannot believe we're already halfway through. We're going to take a quick break here and come right back. Talk about. Um, leveraging KDP promotions to achieve best-selling uh, number one best-selling status on Amazon, and also ways to leverage advanced LinkedIn networking to source new readers and clients for free, and so much more. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Minutes with Marty is my per-minute coaching service. Whenever you feel stuck, have an idea you want to run by me, need to pick my brain, or would like me to edit your one-pager media pitch, just schedule a 15- to 60-minute session using the Easy Calendar tool at Marnie.com. I'm so grateful that you're here with us today, and I hope to connect with you one-on-one soon. Visit Marnie.com, that's M-A-R-N-I-E.com, to schedule your coaching session right now. Hey, welcome back. It's Marnie. We're talking about laser-focused book marketing today with Karen Gurney of KarenGurney.com. G-U-R-N-E-Y. Karen, now let's just keep on plowing through here. So we're going to talk about um, KDP Promotion, which is the Kindle um, direct publishing over at Amazon. So first of all, I have to ask you a clarifying question. Uh, this book that you're doing uh, 
the giveaways and, you know, you've got the 1,200 downloads and stuff like that. Um, is this a Kindle book? Is it a CreateSpace book? How did you actually publish it? So the first, when I first released this last January was when I launched my book. And I sent it out. I did only an ebook format, and I did use Kindle Direct and Kindle Unlimited. I was in their library. To get the free promotion option, you have to be in the library for a period of time. There are limitations. This is what frustrates a lot of authors about Amazon. If you're in the library, you're not allowed to have your ebook advertised anywhere else. So I've actually taken the book out of the Kindle library. I have other books of mine that are now in the Kindle library because I opened it up to new, larger warehouse distribution across the world. I'm actually getting clients in Australia, Italy, Canada now. So cool. I, I, decide, I determined that was the right thing for Stacks, but for the launch, I use KDP Unlimited, and I recommend everybody do that for their initial launch because the giveaway, you might say, oh, my gosh, I did all that work. I don't want to give it away. But I had – actually, Marnie, when I look back at my historicals, it was 1,500 downloads in, in three days. I thought it was 1,200. Mm -hmm. And – I sold 69 books after that, that month, and I was top ranked. I was actually in the top 10 of my category for six months, and that was without additional advertising. It was all from that boost. So uh -huh. I just really recommend that people kind of get over the initial free. The free is to set you up for success. And then later on, you can start branching out and exploring other things and other paid advertising which we'll talk about too, but initially go free, build your audience, have your dummy. I'm going to teach you about LinkedIn networking too so that you can have a really successful launch and just boost that thing, you know, into the, the sky and get that, that really like that number one and hot new trending marking on your book. It really helps in the long term. Yeah. So cool. So when you did the paperback oh, version, did you go through CreateSpace? Yes. Okay. So initially, now Kindle does allow you to create or the KDP account. You can do your physical book through there, and I did initially. So my book was really successful, and one of the feedback I got from my audience was they really wanted the physical book, that there's a lot of readers that weren't reading on a Kindle or electronic device. So I spent all of January last year <laughs> for reformatting this and making sure it looked right on the print format ordering my KD, KDP books, my physical book, from Amazon. The thing was, I got a speaking event in Vancouver Island University, and they wanted the book available on Amazon.ca, and the, the only way to do that is through CreateSpace. <laughs> so I did have to put on CreateSpace. There really was no problem with that. It was just an extra step that I had to go through to get it out there. And they don't like you to have it on KDP and, and CreateSpace at the same time. So it's weird. It's not that important, except if you do want to market in Canada on Amazon, then you are going to need to have a CreateSpace account. Hmm. Great. 
fantastic information. Uh, I love talking to you. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about these dance like, You want to market in Canada. <laughs> and, and the other thing I'll tell you is I'm about 60-40. I'm about 60% ebook sales and 40% physical. You definitely want to have that print. And print feels more solid when you're out doing your speaking events. It's nice to have that book. And it looks beautiful. I mean, people do not know that it's print on demand. Oh, no, 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 for sure. I mean, it's all about your cover and, and how you lay it out. It's, I mean, you can't tell the difference between a print-on-demand book and a, a, a traditionally published yes. book. And, you know, I, I guess yes. what I really like about what you share is just the, the insider tips, you know, that I didn't know that you couldn't have it on KDP and CreateSpace at the same time. I've been publishing my books through lightningsource.com because that is the number one yes. distributor of books in the whole world. And so most of the books printed are yes. printed at that um, company anyway. So that's that's who I use, and I, I love them. So I'm not really as familiar as you are with KDP and um, Amazon. So that's really great information. Okay, advanced LinkedIn networking. <laughs> Here we go. So this is the second step. So the first step I'm recommending users take, and it's really important, is to get that book or get a class on Udemy, especially if you're nonfiction to get a class out there so that you are creating an audience and understanding. That's like number one. I mean, there are hungry, hungry class takers out there on Udemy that want your stuff. So make sure you're doing that and getting the feedback and learning how to target your audience and communicate with them even more so that your book content is even more successful and your title is more successful. The next piece is advanced LinkedIn. While you're doing all that, <laughs> I want people finding their audience and connecting with people using advanced LinkedIn networking strategies. So with this, it turns out a lot of people want to know if they need to buy LinkedIn Premium. And Premium is also $30 a month charged at a one-time fee. So a lot of people don't see the advantage there or don't understand what they're going to get. The primary reason that you should buy Premium is if you want people you want to see who's looking at your, your profile. That's why people really want to buy it. They want to see who's talking them. I don't recommend that because it's not the most advantageous use of LinkedIn. It turns out the best use of LinkedIn is actually still free. So when you click on the top magnifying glass on your LinkedIn profile, first of all, you have to get your profile right. But when you click on the magnifying glass, you get a number of filters, and you can search by profession, by company, by location. So we could search for anyone that has Christian or ministry in their job title and start connecting you, Marnie, to more people. And just for free, just start connecting. <laughs> and then you have these, all these followers that are with you, and you can start communicating with them for free. So this is a second very important campaign that I want people to start thinking about, especially for nonfiction authors. For fiction authors, it's a little more challenging because LinkedIn is geared towards professionals. So it's geared towards job titles and, and things like that. That doesn't mean you can't find your audience, because sometimes you can. But it can sometimes be a little more challenging. Yeah, absolutely. I just love that. That is so important. And 
Uh, it was so funny because just this morning my husband walked in with his laptop and he said, do you know this lady? She's somebody on LinkedIn that had just reached out to him, but she was from some kind of a strange organization. I can't remember if it was a, a bill collection or, I mean, it was something kind of off the wall. <laughs> but he's like, why would this person reach out to me? And I'm like, some people just go through and just friend everybody, you know, on LinkedIn, and that's not the best way to do it. So I love this advice. You know, you want to be in your in your niche, <laughs> uh, asking well, for friendships from people who actually have something in common with you. I will add a caveat to that, though. So oh, okay. in my book, when I, yeah. <laughs> well, this will make sense for your audience, but it might not make sense for other people. Like if I have a CPA accountant, this might not make sense. But for your audience, it will. I had a client, this is the lead in my stack book where I really understood the power of LinkedIn. His profile was really bad, and he looked like he had been in the FBI interrogation. Like, he, you know, it was terrible. His picture, his headline, everything was bad. And I actually got his logins and redid everything. And I went in, and he only had 34 connections, but he was a digital marketing expert. And I felt there was no way that I could market him for that successfully with 34 connections on LinkedIn because he's supposed to be an expert in digital marketing and LinkedIn is a prior digital marketing. So I went on and I looked at who we could connect with. And one of his connections turned out to be the minister of his church. The moment you connect with someone, Marnie, so when we connected, all of your connections became someone I could connect with. So every single person you connect with opens up a universe of potential connections for you. And that's why I don't like people to be stingy with their connecting unless it really, I always say no. <laughs> you know, you don't want people that are dressed in their lingerie. I mean, that doesn't make sense, obviously. But if the person is professional and is somewhat related to, you know, an interest that you might have, but at a minimum, they're professional. You want to be connected with them because that connection is going to open up a universe of connections. And this minister, he had only maybe 600 potential people he could connect with. The moment we connected with the minister, we had over 15,000 potential connections. So oh looking for influencers in your field is another good idea, but... I actually recommend people, yes, you want to be targeted, but you also don't want to be too stingy. Yeah, no, that's great advice, great advice. And explain a little bit how come the 600 to 15,000, how did that happen with one person? Because his, this is a minister of a megachurch, and he had 15,000 connections on his own. So the moment oh, you I connect okay. with someone, all of his connections become second-degree connections to you which means you are capable of connecting to them. So if I connect with wow. you, Marnie, all of your connections become second degree, and I can do a quick connect campaign, which is one of the things I'm going to teach about in the class that's coming up. So this advanced LinkedIn technique and this opening up. But, oh, yeah, so an example. I was just in France. After India, I went to France, and I did this in both places. Obviously, I'm not super connected with people out there in either one of those countries. And in France, I had someone who worked for this manufacturer. He did an internship with them. 
I showed everyone in the class that before I connected with him and said yes, because he sent me a connection request, I had no connection possibilities with that company. The moment I connected with him, I had 500 connection possibilities just from that wow. one yeah. connection. Wow. Yeah, that's just amazing. That's incredible. So you also have a little-known LinkedIn backdoor hack <laughs> to email all of yes. your connections at one time. I'm so curious about this. You know, I, I used, to, <laughs> used to be that I could invite, like we have in the Bible Study Expo here, and I used to be able to invite, like, all of my girls because at Facebook – I have, uh, you know, a lot. most of the girls that follow me at Facebook or friend me at Facebook are involved in church ministry or speakers or pastor's wives or like that. But um, I used to be able to invite them all to uh, Bible study Expo through Facebook, and I can't do that anymore, which is so sad. So I was kind of curious that LinkedIn still has something like this available. It's pretty amazing. It is buried in <laughs> – I'm going to be honest with you, it is absolutely buried in the website. And I'm going to tell you, so it's so funny, and I, I know you know this, is you live your life, how things kind of come together and how you learn from different experiences. I actually ran a Kickstarter in 2014 because I wanted to create a video class and I wanted to hire a videographer and I wanted mm-hmm. to be very professional. And this running a Kickstarter is another method. You could run a Kickstarter now for your next mission that you go on and say, you know, help us fund this mission to help women in India. And it's a way, it's it's twofold. It raises money, but it's also a way to communicate with your audience and tell them what you're doing and what you're working on. Well, I ran this Kickstarter, and I found out that there are companies that can help you scrape your emails off of LinkedIn and Facebook. (laughs) It's totally legal, but the social media companies are not necessarily trying to advertise this because they don't want you spamming or emailing or sending those direct messages on Facebook to everybody. Right. So who knows? Eventually they may shut this down. But for right now, LinkedIn actually will tell you that you own your email list which is not something Udemy will ever let you do. And Udemy, as a professor, you can communicate with your students. So you can tell them, hey, I got a blog coming up, or hey, I I have a new class coming out. You're welcome to tell them any of those things. But they don't give you the emails of your students. On LinkedIn, when you connect, you actually have access to their emails. And here's the challenge, if you will. (laughs) The challenge is, even though right now I can tell you how to go get these, I have over 3,500 connections right now, and it grows like every day. And my recruiter friends, the top limit on LinkedIn is 30,000. Most of my recruiter friends have hit their top already on LinkedIn. Wow. That's kind of interesting. But let's say I want to communicate with 3,500. That's how much I've grown since I released the book because the book, I was like a 1,500. So what you do in the green inbox is who I'm recommending for this. This is another tool out there for you. This I learned from the Kickstarter, Marnie. So it's weird where you pick up knowledge. Right. What happens right. is they will take, they will help you, teach you how to do this or access your stuff and scrape the emails off. <laughs> That's what's called scraping. And then you can email. The problem is you can technically do this for free. Like I can get all 3,575 connections emails right now and privately email them. If you try and do that in bulk, Marnie, your email provider will shut you down. Green Inbox 
which is one of the firms that does this for people who are running Kickstarters, and they don't care if you're running a Kickstarter, so I paid them to do my book launch. They will send it out in small packets like they know how the email companies work so that you don't get shut down. So cool. at that time when I did the book, <laughs> this is kind of insider. It's totally legal. I shouldn't be whispering as I'm talking about it. But yeah, right. <laughs> It's, it's, I know, I know. I feel like I don't want to say it too loud. Like the FBI is going to come into the house, but it it is legal. And you're right now. It's it would be ninety dollars to for me to email. Actually, it might be more. I have to look at Green Box again. But I only paid like forty five to email all fifteen hundred. But the download increase was huge. And in my class, I'm going to show the email I sent to people. So it actually came from my personal Gmail to their email account. And this, once again, skyrocketed. It got me a speaking event, Marnie. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a really good technique. Okay? <laughs> it's a very, I, I really okay, recommend so. it. And I will. Okay. <laughs> so let's do, let's I can do a <laughs> Let's do the responsible thing here and remind all of you that if you are going to do some kind of a blanket email like this, and even honestly, just to your own contact list or something, uh, first of all, legally, at the bottom, you have to have a way for them to unsubscribe from you. That's the legal requirement. Yes. If you're sending out a bulk yes. email, yes. you have to have that yes. on there. And then the second thing is, gosh, you know, don't overuse this. Um, it, it just is not to your yes. advantage to just go ahead and send one of these out every day or twice a day. Or, you know, I mean, real frequently, right. just just understand when it's appropriate and use it wisely. And that's that's when that's when it will remain available to us. As soon as people start being done with it, um, you know, on a on a massive level, that's when it's going to go away. <laughs> yes. and we know that's true. With everything yes. good, right? Everything good is. Just yes. as long as people can, can treat it responsibly. Well, this is Marnie Swedberg visiting today with Karen Gurney about laser-focused book marketing. We're going to take our last little break here, come back and talk about how to use LinkedIn connections to remain current and communicate with readers as well as the number one affordable book promotion tool to keep your sales rolling, and we'll be right back. leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marnie. So happy to have you guys with us this afternoon. And for those of you who are listening to the archives, love having you along too. Okay, Karen, we are nearing the end of the hour here, and we want to get the rest of this content in. This has been such a fun hour, full of great stuff. Okay, there's a way to use LinkedIn connections to remain current and communicate with your readers. So why don't you explain a little bit more about that? Well, one of the things that we started this, uh, podcast off with or this show off with is that we need to be able to access pre-built audiences, especially if we're bootstrapping and we don't have money to really spend on advertising. 
and you can use your LinkedIn feed for that. So when you go to your LinkedIn profile, there is the ability to post. LinkedIn will automatically give you some exposure to your post. And as people like or interact with the post, it will show it to more people, and not necessarily your connections. It will prioritize your connections first, but it will start opening it up and showing it to other people that it thinks it will be interested to. And you don't get that when you blog, Marnie. If you blog, it's only going to your followers or people who happen to hit your site. So on LinkedIn, what I recommend for you is to repost your content. If you post on your blog, post on LinkedIn as well and start getting interaction on LinkedIn and exposure to people that are there and really reading their newsfeed, which they're – there is a unique group of people there. Once again, very good for nonfiction, but not only nonfiction. It can work for fiction. If if I was, for instance, a Christian author, even if I was writing uh, fiction books, I would still want to connect with Christians, you know, and that is possible on LinkedIn. So those are my recommendations is to post and get that automatic exposure that's out there and also in your posts, build in keywords because the algorithm that LinkedIn uses to expose your content is going to try and search out people that have liked similar keyworded items, very similar to Facebook, how Facebook operates, their algorithm. Oh, that's cool, yeah. I didn't know that they were doing that on the keywords, that they were, um, that they were doing yes, that in the post. actually, this is cool. That's when I, yeah. inside the post, if I write, okay, I had a salesperson who got a call for an interview, the majority of my views, it will show you based on title and location. You can look at the, it gives you some metrics on who viewed and who liked. And it will mostly go to salespeople. If I put an accountant, it will mostly be accountants. So it, it does prioritize based on what you put in there. And you'll also see a lot of posters that tag other popular people. They're trying to tag onto their following. So that's another way to try and increase the amount of people that follow you, like you, and come to your page. I ended up, and it's weird, Marty, you never know what's going to work. I posted about one of my clients that had a rescinded job offer, and that brought a recruiter to me. She read it and liked it and asked to connect with me, and now she and I are talking about doing business together, and that was only three months ago. So you just... Yeah don't know what's going to work or what people are going to be attracted to. I mean, I never thought that yeah. post in particular was going to do it, right? <laughs> but right. you've got to be open and keep trying. I just had that thought today. I was thinking about, you know, it just takes one. You know, and the, the, sense, that, the sense that we get is that, you know, we have to have thousands and thousands of things and, you know, massive reach and all that. And uh, a lot of times it just takes one. <laughs> and you don't know where that one is. So you just keep you on, don't. you know, you just keep on taking the next step and going forward. And like you say, you're learning all the way along the way. You're just learning so much every step you go. And I, I'm just so grateful for people like you. You know, and, and I've become a how-to author myself, you know, and I am grateful for everybody that teaches me what's in their head, all the things that they've learned and, the, you know, the ways that they know to do things that can simplify my life or help me to be more effective. I'm just so grateful, and I'm grateful to you. Well, we wanted to do one more, um, the number one affordable book promotion tool to keep the sales rolling in. I'm curious. 
Okay. This tool has nothing to do with me, so you're getting access to a lot of things that I've used that have worked. Eventually, you are going to have to pay to market your book. Over 70% of the books bought in the United States are from Amazon. And there is a tool, I believe I paid $100 for this tool, called KDP Rocket. And KDP Rocket, you feed it information, and it will tell you the books that you should be advertising to. So if you look at an Amazon page, it will say, people who bought this also bought this. And if you look at, for instance, what colors your parachute or Pathfinder or other career-oriented books, you're going to see people who bought this also bought stacks, or you're going to see sponsored products. It's going to be one of the two. I am paying, and it's actually, honestly, a break-even. So some people tell me that they're making three times. So they make two, like if they advertise for $1, they make $2 more in book sales. Particularly my fiction authors tell me that they are crushing with KDP Rocket. For me, I'm getting about a break-even, but it's still worth it because it keeps my book rankings up and keeps me in front of people. So I recommend KDP Rocket to help you understand the titles of the books that you should be associated with. And once again, if you can get it to a break-even or higher, it's worth it. It's worth it to keep your book out there. Yeah, and I know one of the other things that you can do is you can go back and you can use those, um, like you can pull things so that it's back in the KDP, and you can use one of those free giveaway promotions again. And, you know, if you do these, uh, I think they let you do it four times a year. Do you know, Karen? It's for, it's every quarter, every three months. So it, that, depends on when you run your, yeah, every three months, every three months. Yeah, so you can actually do like a jump start again um, every three months and, and do that and give it away for free. And, you know, it does... It, it is important if the numbers are important to you, and keeping you know keeping your book in the in the um, you know top whatever you're going for, then that's a really good way also to uh, go back and do a jump start. Uh, that's that's cool. I didn't know anything about this KDP rocket tool. That's a that's a great idea. So use so your your people who are doing fiction find that more beneficial than the nonfiction. That was kind of ironic to, or like I was surprised. I guess I thought it would yeah. be different, but it that made sense when I when I thought about it because this this tool helps you understand the types of buyers that are buying books like yours. And in fiction, mm -hmm. that might not be who you think. So even KDP Rocket came up with book titles that were non-career oriented. But it, it sort of made sense when they showed me, hey, someone who's interested in Bitcoin, believe it or not. And it made sense because they're probably professionals. They like do knowledge. Like there's, I would have to think about what the sure. psychology is there. But people right. who were consuming Bitcoin knowledge tend to be buying books about other types of professional, professional advancement, looking for jobs. So that was kind of interesting. I never would have guessed Bitcoin, never in a million years. No. <laughs> would have thought, would have targeted that. But it was able to make that association for me. And oh, cool. and it's one-time fee. So that's worth yeah, it cool. to me. Information is power. <laughs> okay. In well, two I, minutes. I have, <laughs> Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. I, what I was going to say is, you've probably heard this, Marnie, before, but people ask how long they should market their book. And 
they'll, you know, other bookmarkers will tell you how long do you want it to be successful. You do have right. to keep yeah. working at it. It's it will die if you are not out there promoting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, in two minutes or less, I want you to tell us. Okay, because after your book came out, um, you got you got pre-qualified leads that helps you triple your coaching fees and drive a 300% increase in income. So I would like you to just very briefly, and I know you can't go into detail about this, but very briefly tell us how did you decide how much to go up, like incrementally, how did you make that decision? The way I made my decision about increasing my coaching fees is that when I started quoting after, particularly after becoming an author and having that reputation build, which is huge, I was hearing what other coaches were charging. I already had an idea, and it used to be that I would charge maybe $500 and maybe not offer as much just to try and keep this rate down low. And as I started talking to my target audience that were pre-qualified by the book or by other referrals, they would tell me, oh, I just paid someone last year $1,500 to do this. So I just immediately increased my fees to at least the minimum rate. There is also, um, in executive career management, the standard fee for what I do is 5000 to 10000 So when I get an executive, I know that they've been pitched coaching packages upwards of 5000 north of 5000 So for people that are non-executives, they – often have never paid for coaching in their life because they're in the career right. field, not the <laughs> entrepreneurial field. Right. And $5,000 would, you know, people might pay 5000 to get the exact uh, job they want for the exact income amount. Like if they can see the return, sometimes I can guarantee that, sometimes I can't. So it depends on the person, but the book really brought me more clients and those clients were telling me that I was not, at the market rate. Yeah. Yeah, great. Again, insider information, which is just so helpful. Okay, you guys, this hour's flown by Karen. Awesome, fantastic content. You want to go over and check out her website at karengurney.com, karengurney.com. Karen, if people go over there, what are they going to find? They're going to find the stacked book, which it's not going to be about what we talked about today. It's more about how I launched that. But they also will find my LinkedIn connection, and I want everyone connecting with me today because if you listen and connect and tell me that you found me through Marnie's show, I'm going to give you not only the template book link, but I'm going to give you a free link to my book marketing class when it comes out in the next few weeks. So connect with me, (laughs) connect with me, and let me know that you were listening to Marnie's show, and I will get you a link when that launches. Oh, fantastic. What is the name of that course that's coming out? I still have to come up with the name. <laughs> that's a good You haven't I, come up with the name yet. <laughs> I haven't finalized my name, but it's going to be something associated. It's probably going to be, I will tell you, Udemy does better when it's straightforward. So it's going to be something like book launching using Udemy and LinkedIn. It's it's going to be pretty straightforward. Oh, so cool. Well, this has been so much fun. I have to tell you, I've been looking forward to this conversation for a while, and I'm so glad that we got to reconnect here on the air and introduce you to my audience. Thank you for being here, Karen. Thanks so much, Marnie. And thanks, you guys, for being here. Awesome to have you with us again today. 
I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Be sure to swing by KarenGurney.com and also always check out Marnie Swedberg. It's just Marnie.com. Uh, my site is Love to have you come over there, too, and we'll see you next time on Marty's Friends. Have a great day now. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.